All right, all right, all right, all right. Go talk episode f- six. <laughs> Not episode six. It's episode five. Ep- episode five. God, man, we just we're just pumping these out now. So I have know. a good feeling about this one. We got what eleven shots of espresso between the two of us. <laughs> I'm still good. I'm it's still sipping on mine. Good episode. So we got. Let's talk a little bit about yesterday. You know, good cup of coffee to start off. Drove it back up. Um, hit Chipotle for lunch. Post post stew. Brewsters for dinner. Oh my god, that was that was so good. Daniel had some uh, Penn Station. If you're listening to this podcast, drop your favorite Brewsters flavor to share and I when you see us next. Please. Time. That's just, this or is something I love to know. Just ice cream. See, I get hate for this, but I mean I don't really get hate. But I get judged. I know, I know I'm getting judged. It's fine, though. I get the kids' cup from Brewster's with the, the dino cookie. Because all I, I don't eat that much. I can't eat that much ice cream. I eat one scoop of vanilla with sprinkles. And I get the dino cookie, and that's perfect for me. I get a nice ca- tall glass of cold water afterwards. That's all I need. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was lukewarm yesterday, so I wasn't. It didn't yeah. hit as hard. That's why I didn't want to get the tap water. Because she was like, oh, we have tap water. We don't have ice water. I was like, all right, just give me the give me the bottle then. But it's the principle. Yeah. I, I mean, I probably shouldn't have paid an extra dollar for it, but at least it was worth it. Man. All right. Well, after this, we're about to hit CC's. So. I'm going to try out the all-you-can-eat buffet. We're about, to, we're about to put some on, and hopefully tomorrow we'll get a nice review of CC's. But... Let's just get right into it. Quote of the day. Now, this is something that my dad has always said to me, and I'm pretty sure that my grandfather used to say this as well and said he used to say it to him, and I just recently found out that it was from Ben Franklin. Early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. What do you think about that? That's a quote that I think is very beneficial to live by i'm always i've been like a I, I am an early riser like i like to get my work done early and that's something like my dad kind of like like kind of preached yeah. to me is like get your work done early then have fun after like later in the day um it's also just like it's a good feeling when like it's like what like lunchtime and you've gotten all your important stuff done for the day yeah so the rest of the day's open but no yeah nothing i think nothing bad can ever happen from waking up early and getting Get into it. It's nice when you go on a streak of like waking up. I mean, I, I hate doing this. Like waking up late for me is about ten, ten thirty. Like if I wake up at ten thirty, I woke up late today. Yeah, which surprises me because I would have thought you as the type of guy that sleeps into like one or two. In no, the afternoon. never. I would. Be, I feel like I would be if I didn't because I I'm, I sleep really late. Like I don't sleep till two a.m. usually. Because well, you go to bed so late, which is why I would expect you to sleep. I do so go late. to bed late. It's because I got so much energy. I, I can't, like, if it's like 11 o'clock and I'm in bed, I'm like, okay, it's a night in for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know why that is. I just always have enjoyed, like, late night more. But, yeah. but to be on the opposite token of that is I think it feels like when, you, when you're up really early in the morning, I'm talking, like, like yeah. 6, like, and you're, like, getting after, like, it feels good knowing that, there's not like you're one of the few people who have been being productive right now. Yeah, that's what like that's what I was gonna say is if I go on a streak of waking up like late ten, ten thirty, and then all of a sudden one day I'm up at six, I do stuff for four hours and I and I'm like, wow. It's ten o'clock. Yeah, like this is the time I'd be waking up and I've already gotten all my shit done for the day. So 
definitely slept on waking up early. But with that comes the fact that I can't sleep as late as I want to. It's like I have to start going to sleep at 11. See, that's where safe. naps come in, into play. Like you wake up early, you work out, get your work done. Then like two o'clock rolls around, take a nice nap, and then you feel fresh. Okay, but if if naps if naps are supposed to be the like I can't take a thirty minute nap and that substitutes for four hours of sleep. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes and no. Like it like it doesn't, but the way you feel it I, would be similar similar. I personally don't care if I sleep four hours or eight hours, but I know that for me, like it's it's much better for my body to sleep at least six hours. Like yeah. I, 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 that's one thing I actually do believe in. I, I believe in Okay, let me let me let me rephrase that. I believe in a lot of like health things, but like the one thing I actually like am really big on, like I actually really believe is like if you can sleep well and drink a gallon of water a day, you should be good for most of your stuff in terms of like having good skin, you know, having a de- decent immunity, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, if I get anywhere between 6-8 hours of sleep, I feel the same, like yeah, if I get under six, I feel it, and if I get over eight, I feel like sluggish. Six, but six s- to eight, like if it's six or if it's eight, I'll pretty much feel the same all day. That is the that's the the golden, yeah, that's the golden area. What science says. All right, well, shout out. Let's hear it. My shout out of the day is very important to me because you experience this on a daily basis, and it's good drivers, and it's more of a negative shout out to bring attention to bad drivers. Wow. But I experienced this today, so. If you drive in Chapel Hill more than one time, you'll understand that there are big buses out all the time. Yeah. And these bu- and the roads in Chapel Hill are, I would say, pretty narrow. And so they take these wide turns. And I was driving today, and there was this one car. You know how when people are, like, turning left, like, yeah. without an arrow, they, like, go into the middle of the intersection and then wait for the light to turn? I do that. They, they go. So this car tried to do this today. Yeah. But... Some guy like ran a red come in the other direction. So this car was stuck in the like pulled out. Like it was stuck there. Yeah. And this bus had to turn and like you know how there's like the lines so you don't pass them so the bus has enough room to turn. Yeah. This car was way past that line. So the bus couldn't turn and the whole intersection was backed up because this car was being a dumbass and just tried to like try to cheat the system. And so Okay. Well I I do that too. Like if if it's if it's like a left turn and it's yellow, I will go stay in the middle of the intersection. And then as soon as it turns right, I'll turn. But you gotta have balls. You can't. You can't be out yeah, here. Yeah, but you like, also have to be like. It's one thing to do it in a city where you're not. Yeah. We're not. Where there's not buses. But in Chapel Hill, there are literally buses. Like, every like I I always see one out when I'm driving. At yeah. least one. And so this bus couldn't turn. Like it had. It tried to make the turn, but it got stuck because it couldn't fit. And then the cars behind the car that had it pulled out weren't like couldn't move back. So this car was stuck. Had to stop traffic in the other direction to turn left. It was just a big. It was unnecessarily just stupid. Was this the, was this the bus driver's fault too that he tried to turn or she tried to no, turn? No, he the the bus driver was, was turning right like like it's through no fault of the bus driver. Oh, okay. It was because this car tried to turn left. It tried to, it went it passed the median or whatever yeah. it is the line that you're not supposed to pass to turn yeah. left and something backfired. And I will say. This the person driving this car looked to be a student, like they were a student's age with a North Carolina sticker on their car. So they understand like how yeah. the roads work in Chapel Hill. It wasn't like they were naive. And I also want to make no mistake about it. Part of being a good driver is parking appropriately. Yeah. Hundred percent. People that like like double park or take up multiple spaces, all that stuff just, just 
piss me off. How do you? I, I I still don't understand how some people don't understand like the key. You know, like when you're like when you when you turn into a parking spot, like you you kind of go out and then in. Yeah, you can't just you can you have to. Yeah, you can't just turn. Yeah. On. So like, you can't just go ninety degrees. I've always called. I, I mean, I've always heard that referred to as like a key. You know, how like this, okay, I yeah. see. I never heard of it that way, but. but it what? also makes me mad. It's all right. This is no. Just, I feel very keep going. Keep going this. because this is our first negative shout out is as a, a shout out. Of the there's day. a lot of bad drivers who are aware that they are bad drivers, but find it funny that they are bad yes, drivers. Yes, yes, which that, is ridiculous. It's not. It's not funny and it's not quirky that you're a bad driver. It is quite literally a hazard to society Menace. when you are on the road, and it's not a joke. It's and not. I have a great example of this. I am driving with my friends to the beach from Chapel Hill. Yeah. And we are getting onto the highway. We're emerging. And there's an 18-wheeler right alongside of us. And I'm already panicking because I know they're not the best driver. Yeah. I'm not driving, by the way. And I saw so I'm panicking. And instead of speeding up or slowing down to go to merge in, they just maintain speed. And I'm talking, we run off the median, and at the last possible second, we go over. Like yeah. right, right before we run into like the what like the thing on the side of the highway, like the whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And they start laughing. That's and I'm not like, funny. we literally almost died. Like, I was going to be a quadriplegic because yeah. you just could not, like, obey a simple rule of merging onto a highway. But, you know, yeah, that's... That's so foul. It's Yeah. Like, it's one thing if you think, like, to not understand that you're a bad driver and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. someone has to point it out to you. But yeah. if you know that you're not a good driver, it's not funny. How are you a bad driver? Like, I just don't get it. Like, driving is not hard at all. It's really not. There's five or six rules you got to understand. If you want to be a slow driver, that's fine. But, like, don't... Don't be a jerky driver. Don't... Yeah, don't... I don't want to call anyone out here. Because I love... I, I don't like calling people out on public platforms. But one of my friends drives with both feet. That is so messed up. That is... Do they, like, why... I, I don't know. Maybe they think it's an F1 or maybe and the that's thing just is, how they would. They, that's just how they started driving, apparently. But people that do that have no excuse because that's not how they teach you. Like, there not is, at all. You learn how to drive one way. Like, I don't care, like, if you learned at a driving school through your parents, through an older sibling, through anyone. Like, there is no one that is going to teach you how to drive by using both feet. So this is a choice that you consciously made on your Pretty own. Pretty much, to yeah. To be a dumbass and drive. Wow, I didn't know you get so fired up about because it. Because I I love driving. It's like it's like therapeutic to me. Like it's yeah. like there's nothing I would I enjoy more than putting on a good like music podcast and going on a long drive. Putting on a good podcast. But when I have to deal with idiots on the road mm -hmm. that make my drive less enjoyable, it makes me mad. Because I am now paying my peace of mind is being is being attacked because yeah. people just don't behave appropriately. Yeah, it's it's just so. It's frustrating to see. It's more frustrating to see someone who like is conscious of the fact that they're a bad driver, and they like make jokes about like you can easily improve your driving ability. Just oh, a make better decisions. Pay attention. Drive. Bad drivers are a, a massive red flag. There's like I will say like, I'm comf like this is kind of like a hypocritical statement. Yeah, but like. When bad drivers go on their phone while they're driving, like with other people in the car especially, it makes me infuriated. I go on my phone a lot driving. I'm like, yeah, but lie. you're a good driver though. So that's what I'm saying. That's why it's yeah. hypocritical because like when I'm like with you or like, I think Jared's like probably, I would consider him the best driver of everyone that I know. You and him probably. Really? You're a little more like emotional, but I don't really care because so am I. 
But oh, you mean like I get I get pissed off yeah. when people cut me off and then yeah. I start like okay, yeah, that's fair. But like so like when you and him are on your phone, like when I'm in the car, like I feel like I feel just as comfortable. But like when I see when I'm with somebody who I know isn't a good driver, drop some names, drop some names, takes their phone out, I instantly become nervous. Yeah, and I'm mad because I'm like, do you not like understand that not only are you putting your life on the line, yeah, but now you're going to fuck up my life. There there are like very few people i trust to drive me around that's why i always offer to drive like even in high school like whenever when i when i first started driving my parents would always be like um like they were always like people would always offer like hey i can take you home because i live like super close to you and my mom was like no like no one's gonna drive you home you're gonna drive yourself home because i don't trust anyone else and they instilled that mentality in me and now i don't trust people to drive me but like i trust you to drive me um like Luis, sometimes George. That's pretty much that's where my thing is. Really? Yeah, like I, I that's surprising. Jared, Jared, I, I trust Jared to drive me, but like most of my other friends, I don't like getting in the car with. Yeah. Um, there are some people who are so bad at driving, and then they swear, like you know those people that like they like I'll get in the car with them, and I'll be like making fun of how bad they are at driving, and then they swear. That, oh, I I only do this when you're in the car. Like I'm not that bad. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's is, is it you only do it when I'm in the car? Is you only realize you, you do it when I'm in the car because I'm fucking calling it out. Yeah. So I don't just be better. Yeah, just be. better. It's not that hard. Just don't don't turn when you're not supposed to. Be gentle with the brakes. Be gentle with the gas. Like it's, it's really not. And that it's hard. also like the people that are like are jerky drivers and like. You drive this car a lot, so you under you have a, like an understanding of how the braking system works, like how much of a buffer you need to give yourself, like how the gas works. So there's no reason for yeah. you to just be like jerky driving all the time. How are you bad at something you do every day? Like tomorrow, if I start like making my gums bleed every time I brush my teeth, I'm I'm gonna sit down and look at myself. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like you, do, everyone drives every day. I feel like, yeah. Or not, they do it enough where they should they need yeah. they should be able to do it well. Um going back to using your phones while driving though, I kind I would admit that I don't want to say I have a problem with it, but I do it too much. I I definitely should stop doing it as much as I do. And not because it's a safety hazard, but <laughs> I just have like I can't sit still. You know that. Yeah. I like I can't not do anything. I have to be doing something at every moment of the time. If I'm not doing anything, I should be sleeping. So even if I'm watching TV, like relaxing, I need, I'm going to be on my phone talking to someone, like texting someone. One of my friends, actually, I'll just say it, Rohan is always on his phone while driving. And, and we have the same thing. Like there was a time in like probably high school that we would, he would, inst so he still does instigate a lot, but he would instigate like shit with, like, he would start beef with people like on Snapchat he would do this thing where, like, he, he'll start beef with someone, right? Like, this this guy is such a bitch. And then he'll put him and me in a group chat, and both <laughs> of us will just shit on him. Yes. And we used to do that while driving. That's Like, there's there's been multiple times. Flag. There's been multiple times where we would, or we would be in our, like, mi like our big group chat. Does he know the guy that he's, like, starting this beef with? Yeah. Like, like, a friend or like something? He was, no, not a friend. Someone, so he, want, someone he wants to piss off, yeah. Like someone he has wow. beef with, and they'd be like, yo, can you back me up? And you know I'm going to back him up. Um, That's actually 
That's that's real menace behavior. I don't want I don't I don't want to drop names of the podcast, but I'll tell you afterwards about some of the people that we've done it to. <laughs> and I have screenshots too. It's funny. We do it with Nick too, Keep and Nick receipts, Nick freaked out. Um, but also, like he would go into this main the main group chat that we have for like all the guys, and we would just be like. He would text me, be like, watch this. And then he'd go in the group chat and tag someone. Like, he'd like before the Snapchat tag was there, he'd just be like, yo. Um, he would add somebody? Yeah, he'd add somebody. Like, you're literally such a bitch. Like, and he would bring up something that you told him, like, low-key, like, in confidence. And he'd make fun of them. And then, he, then he, he'd be like, send me a snap of him driving. And I'd be driving, too. And we'd both just go off on that dude for no reason. See, this, this is high school, though. I used to just, like... I, I used to respect them. those people be like, damn, like they got balls to do that. But now I realize that they're just doing that like out of insecurity. Low like key. if you have to start shit, it's because you have like shit going on with yourself. It's funny though. It's funny. It's funny, but it's also just like, what are yeah. we doing? Yeah. Well, we're, we, we don't do that anymore. We, we grew up low yeah. key, kind of. Hopefully. But let's talk. I, I just, I got to mention this before we move on just because we talked about driving and Rohan. Um, the meme he sent you out of nowhere. Rohan? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, but I don't remember exactly. I know what it has to do with, but I can't remember the exact name. It was, um, these people are the backbone of society. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's people <laughs> who drove yeah, minivans. Yeah, drive minivans. Saul, Saul drove a minivan for about, I would say six months. Yeah, in high school, definitely. Um, but the, like, to preference the meme is, so I parked, like, was it next to or either two spots away from the yeah. position in high school? We were 107 to 113 or something like that. And we had so a group like, chat. Yeah. So, like I, so I knew Rohan in high school, but we weren't, like, really friends. Yeah. Like we were just kind of, like, we had, like, mutual friends. And, like, one day, like, I'm getting out of my car, like, going to school, like, the minivan, and I'm, like, talking to Shish, and I just see this, like, five, seven, like, brown-skinned gremlin just, like, march up to Gremlin. Me. And just starts, like, barking orders or, like, barking shit, like, about the minivan. And I'm just like, whoa, like, relax, Rohan. Like, yeah. But. That's Loki was at what everyone was, like. He would. He just started chirping people, but because driving a minivan really is a character builder because you just develop such thick skin. Because everyone, yeah. th- like everyone, it's it's easy pickings to make jokes about, but so yeah. then you're just like, okay, like I've heard it all before. Backbone like, of society, though. Funny. Appreciate it. Um. All right. Well, let's move on then. TV shows, because we talked about movies, and I think we've touched on TV shows before, but I want to go a little bit more in depth into it. Yeah. So. I like my favorite all-time TV show is Friends. I've seen it, yeah. I think, six times through, um, and I could probably quote you pretty much every episode. I wonder why you watch. Like it's Friends it's so such much. a it's such a nice. Okay, well, first off, Jennifer Aniston mm-hmm. is. Another, if you know, you know. That's all. Yeah. What's understood doesn't need to be said, but it's a good comfort show. Like I, I used to like. I just love having it on when I'm like falling asleep at night because yeah. it's like. I mean, there is a plot, but, like, you don't have to pay attention. It's just, like, I mean, it's a sitcom. So, yeah, I love that show. Everything about it just is great. But I'd say, like, my favorite, like, actual TV show, well, there's two. The first one's Band of Brothers. Have you ever seen Band of Brothers? Is I've heard about it. Is it's that more about of a like documentary. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a docuseries. It's about World War II. Okay. It's about, like, it's about Easy Company, a company uh, during World War II. And it's like a ten uh, episode like documentary. We actually watched it as a house this year. I think everybody liked it, but I love that uh, show. I just I like like historical fiction, especially like World War like, yeah, one same. and two stuff. So, um, yeah. And then Game of Thrones. That show is just okay. I mean, 
I'm pr- that's pretty pretty popular pick. Did you like the ending? No, I hated the last season. Okay, I think I, uh, I think that's John, a common. John Snow should have been should have been the one, but rip. Here we are. But I am excited for this prequel series or whatever it's called. It's coming out. House of the Dragon. I have high hopes for it. I have never. I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but. Everyone is telling me that that last my brother likes it a lot. He says the last season is so ass. Yeah, so. it's yeah. They wanted them to remake it apparently. Yeah, there's like they got like, like a, a bunch pretty, of like serious petition going for it. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I'll go along the same lines. My comfort TV show, I have like multiple. And this is going to sound weird, but like if I'm just chilling, like if I'm about to like if I just want to throw something on like in the background that I can watch. I like I kind of like those, uh, I like Rick and Morty. I do like Rick and Morty. It's just so, like, yeah. this is weird sometimes. Like, there, I feel like there's three shows that all fall in the same category, and I love that category. It's like Rick and Morty, Regular Show, and Gravity Falls. Like, yeah, yeah. Gravity Falls is those so are like funny. like stoner TV shows. I guess so. But, yeah. Gravity Falls is so funny. Like, if you go back and watch it as an adult, like, you will still laugh. None of the other TV shows are funny like that. I remember freshman year, Rohan came to visit me, and we watched um, Jesse. Or, yeah, we watched Jesse, and we watched, like, some other show, which, like, we used to rock with a lot as kids. And, like, you go back and watch it, and it's so unfunny, and it's so cringy. Like, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody still wasn't bad. What kind of comedy is, like, Gravity Falls? And, like, or is it comedy? or like what? Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, it's kind of, like, adult, low-key adult humor. It's like stuff like that, like Grunkle Sam will say something that like has a double, like low key. Like if you're an adult, you could be like, "Damn, bro!" Like you should, like that's kind of foul. Uh huh. Or I don't know. I I can't describe. You know how you know the type of um, humor that regular show has. No. Okay. It's because I watched regular show when I was, or I didn't really watch it, but when I had seen it, it was when I was a kid. It's so I, I wouldn't appreciate it. It's or, really, it, it's still funny. That's today. why I thought it was weird, probably because I didn't understand it. It is weird. It is weird. But if you watch it today, you will still laugh. That's how I feel. So those three are like my comfort go-to TV shows. I also watch the. I used to watch The Simpsons a lot. I used to watch. I had watched every single episode of The Simpsons at one point. What? Not anymore. Have you watched Family Guy? I do. I watch it on and off, but not like. So you like Simpsons more than Family Guy? I think Family Guy's probably funnier. I think it's funnier. I like. But, but because it's also more vulgar. Like, it has yeah. more range to You can watch there. The Simpsons when you're a little younger than you can watch yeah. Family Guy, for sure. I think The Simpsons have, like, there's some, like, iconic moments, though, because from, like, season, I think, four to, like, nine, Conan O'Brien was the main writer of the, the show, which a lot of people don't know. But, first of all, Conan's funny as hell. Like, I don't know if you've ever, if you've watched Conan recently. No. But you should watch him because he, like, he does, like, YouTube videos. and so, well, no, He doesn't do YouTube videos, but they get, his videos get released on YouTube, and, like, there's, like, short clips. He is really funny. Yeah. Which I, I understand now because, like, I, well, my dad will always be like, Jay Leno is so funny or, like, this dude is so funny. And growing up, I was like, these dudes just aren't funny. But, like, Conan O'Brien is someone who's actually funny for, like, all age ranges. Yeah. Have you seen the Simpsons movie? Yeah. I like that movie. It's the movie's movie. good. Yeah. So I like the Simpsons a lot, and I – the Treehouse of Horrors, like the, their Halloween specials. Yeah, I love those. Like, yeah, I, those every, are good. Every Halloween, I'll rewatch like all of them. Yeah, no, the Simpsons, like they do their specials, like they're really, really mm-hmm. well. So I really like that. I kind of like I like Halloween specials, honestly, of everything. Like I, I kind of like that little like, you know, I don't know. 
Yeah. Like my favorite Sweet Life of Zach and Cody episode is probably the one with the with the haunted like. I would room. say I like Halloween specials more than any other holiday. Like I'm not a big like, Christmas specials person. Like yeah. some shows do Thanksgiving specials. I'm not really a fan of, but yeah, Halloween specials is always pretty good. Halloween specials are good. So I, I every time the Trias of Horror comes out, I always watch it and I always like it. Um, and the, the, I mean, The Simpsons have been going for 33 seasons now. Yeah, and it's they predict everything. That's that's yeah, which is really crazy to think about. So that shit is crazy. Um, what else? What's yeah, some more like a, like an action or drama show that you that you like? Okay. Um. I like Sherlock a lot. Sherlock's probably one of my favorite TV shows. Yeah, I knew that was going there. But like I, I you know, I love mystery stuff and I yeah. love stuff where like I actually have to like see that it goes back to that thing like if I'm gonna watch a TV show, I want it to be a TV show that I have to sit down and watch and like actually pay attention to. Yeah. Because I like I, at least I'm thinking, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't just like sitting there and like watching mindless stuff. Or stuff that I can predict. But is that not like regular show and That's but I said that's something I'll put on in the background. Okay. Yeah. And it's, at least it will make me laugh too. Like I'll yeah. put it on the background. Yeah. I'll be like paying attention while I'm on my phone. I'm like something I'll laugh. that can make you laugh is very underrated. Yeah, um, I think The Office is like very like overrated. I don't think it's very overrated. I like The Office a lot, and I think it's funny and like quotable. But like I think that people make it like a they act like they it's, make it out to be more than it is. Yeah, like the, it's like a cult following for like Office fans, and that kind of pisses me off. Yeah, really. Yeah, um, but. I like Friends. I've I've seen Friends through twice. I've seen How I Met Your Mother through twice. That's also a show a that I've movie. never watched. I've heard that it's or a great show. It's really good. Have you ever seen The Big Bang Theory? I watched a little bit of it. Um, I thought it was all right. My mom told good. me I should watch it. I've never seen it. My brother used to watch it. He said Another it show that I really like is Narcos. Have you ever seen Narcos before? All of my friends watch Narcos, and they say it's really good. Yeah, no, I've, but I, I like Narcos. Because it's also it's kind of under that, like, it's like a dramatized... I want it's not really a documentary, but yeah. like it's I like things that are based on real events because like I like to be able to appreciate things that happened in the past or like that I was yeah I don't like because you can learn something, but yeah. it's not like you're watching it like a yeah, documentary like a, yeah, that someone like that you would see in school exactly. Um, so yeah, I do like that. I will say my like this is kind of a tangent, but my favorite in school show that we watched was yeah. the Men Who Built America. Or that was really America good, or whatever. That yeah, yeah. Is. but yeah, I love the I love every time we. Uh, we put that on history. I love that stuff. His, history Channel is underrated. There's some great. They really are. Um, the History Channel has. Uh, they they made like that ten episode special on the Bible. Oh yeah, bro. My and I watched when that. I tell you, my dad sat us down every single like to the minute when it came. Yeah, on and we all watched it. I watched it too, and I learned so much. It yeah, that's it's, yeah, like watching that really sparked my interest in learning about other religions. And I think it's important to kind of learn about religion just because it's it helps you either grow your faith in your own or, you know, make you realize that it just it helps you better it, understand. It opens your, sp- your mind. Yeah. And I don't think like, regardless of like what religion you practice or like what you believe in, like being open minded and understanding other people's point of views is still a basis of Yeah. Of any like belief system, and if you're anything that that seeks to like keep your mind closed and narrowed, is in my like you know I don't think it's it's detrimental. Yeah, you shouldn't. You should definitely try to. And obviously, I mean, I think I'm just saying what everyone obviously knows, knows. But yeah, like but some people, some people don't. It's lost on people in certain because there's things that, like, 
you know, secret that the hidden agenda is to keep keep us narrow minded. So yeah. and, and, and divide. Keep us divided. Exactly. But I guess my f- I like Riverdale a lot. I like that show and I and I we've gotten hate for it, but it's such the plot is so unpredictable. Literally. Which is like yes, like it is it's childish and like very like high school drama. But the plot is just so crazy and unpredictable that it keeps you interested. I rock with high school drama. The plot is I look, you can say that the the acting is shitty and like all oh, blah 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 blah. Like I don't really care. The plot is good. And the, the also, actors are good. While we're here, are you Veronica or Betty? Who's more attractive? Or Veronica. Loki, uh who's it? What's the right Cheryl? Name? Cheryl, yeah. I think it goes Veronica, Cheryl, Betty. I can get behind that. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't. I just. I think. I think Riverdale is pretty good. Like, okay, the, the maybe the last few seasons have dropped off, but like, see, like the first two. I or haven't three seen seasons, the the newest season. The first season was really good, and I think everyone can agree the first on that. Two or three were probably really good. I where, just. I just love that mystery, like where it's like out where, of nowhere. Where it started to really lose me and kind of like confuse me and aggravate me was when like the whole like Jughead faking his death thing. Yeah, that was a very wild time. Like with like the, all those snuff films and everything. Do you remember? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was kind of like, okay, what the hell's going on? But like, but if you did, you finish the season. If you finish yeah, the I season, did. they they ended. They well. they wrapped it up better than I thought they would be able yeah. to. But at the same time, I'm like, they I don't want to spend really well. the entire season being like, what? I want a little bit of like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want you want them to give you something. Yeah. But that last season, the last episode, they wrapped it up really well. Yeah. I I actually really like that season because of the last episode, how they wrapped it up. Because I was thinking the same. I was like, but all see, right, but there's I, no way they get out of this. I watched that season. When it was coming out on a weekly basis, so I had to wait every oh. week for it to come out. So I was really, I couldn't just like binge it through. Oh well, so I, I don't. Was, I what, just it, that added on to my. I like, just binge it. Okay, that added on to my like aggravation. Um, so I don't, I don't know what else. There, I think there should be a like a TV show that's like standard, like good, that I should like. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. not like a mystery show, or like a stupid show. Well, I'm looking on the IMBD website for like top rated IMDb, like, shows, yeah. and the number one TV show, like top rated TV show, is Planet Earth. That's good. Which is, I mean, I feel like you can't hate on that because yeah. it's Earth. Do you want to wager? You can't hate on that. It's Earth. Do you want to wager a guess at what two is? Two best TV shows of all time. Yeah, best rated TV show. I feel like it's got to be something that's like a classic, like Seinfeld or something. But I don't. I don't. No, it's probably something that like like critics like. Is it Breaking Bad? It is. What okay. a snipe! Yeah, yeah. And then Planet Earth or Planet Earth Two was number one. Planet Earth One is number three, and then Bandit Brothers is four. But yeah, damn. So those are. I mean, Breaking Bad is a great TV show, but I it's need to watch so it. when I watched it, like I've t- talked about this with Jared before. Like, it's so like nerve wracking. Like you're like it's so intense that like, it, like it gave me like anxiety watching the show. Really? Because, like, yeah, like, I mean, this doesn't really spoil anything, but, like, the whole premise of the show is that the main character is, like, a drug dealer, and his, yeah, yeah. his brother-in-law yeah. works uh, for the DEA. So, like, it's, like, him, like, trying to keep secret, like, like his activities. And it's, like, like the brother-in-law gets close so many times, like, catching him. It's just so, like, it's such a well, like, filmed show. Yeah. But it gives you so much anxiety. I need to, I need to watch it, because I've been hearing a lot, and I know Luis said he just started, so I'm going to yeah. start watching it. All right. Well, enough about TV shows. Let's let's get hypothetical because that's what we like to do here. 
expand your mind. Would you rather have, because this is something you asked me, would you rather have unquenchable thirst or hunger? This is easy for me just because, and this is like, I'm assuming there's no like, you could live without the other, you know what I'm saying? Like this isn't like yeah, yeah. science, this is based on personal. I would definitely go with, un, I would choose to have unquenchable thirst just because when I'm hungry, there's so many like other side effects. Like I get headaches. Like I'm like, I'll get hangry. Like my stomach hurts. Yeah. Like when I'm thirsty, it's just like my throat's in agony. But when I'm like hungry, like I just, I'm in a bad, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I, I feel yeah. worse when I'm hungry than when I'm thirsty. I just, okay, I, I, I think my answer is the same. But at the same time, like, you know, when you like go and like you like work out or like you're, you just like play a long game basketball and you're just gassed. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I just but need, I, I need, a, I need a Gatorade. I need water or something like that. Yeah. It, imagine having that feeling all the time. I also, yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. I feel like the extent to which you have this thirst or hunger makes a difference because when you're truly, like, really thirsty, yeah, it's miserable. Yeah. Um, Same with, I mean, obviously, same with being hungry, but, like, when you're really, really thirsty, it's it sucks. Like, if I'm really, really hungry, I can hold off until dinner, right? But if I'm really, really thirsty, I will stop on my way home and get it, grab a water or something like that. Especially, like, when your, like, throat's dry, like, you can't yeah. swallow. Like, yeah, that's tough. But I'm still sticking with and also, you can't, like, sometimes, like, when you're that thirsty, like, talking is just like, damn, bro, like, I really got to dry my throat out more. You don't want to do it. Yeah. I think I would, I would honestly just, this is such a horrible, like, dilemma to have. Yeah. Like, I would, I would probably just call it wraps. Yeah. But I will say, though, in my opinion, the worst part about being sick is like the throat like pain. Yeah, for sure. Like not being able to swallow. Once I wake up in the morning and can't swallow, my day's ruined. Yeah. When I'm sick, like I I just know no matter what happens, it's going to be a shitty day because it's like you don't you don't think about how much you swallow in a day until you're sick. If my if my like whenever my throat hurts when I'm sick, I always start thinking like, damn, bro, like. Really? Like, I, 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 like, punch my pillow or something. Like, yeah, like, really, I, really? I can deal with, like, the stuffed nose, the runny yeah. nose, like, the stomach aches, like, the fever and the chills, but the throat stuff is where no. I draw the line. That, yeah. <laughs> that, that shit's too much. Yeah. Okay. So, let's say that you did have an, you, you did not have an unquenchable thirst. If you could drink only one drink for the rest of your life, and it's not, water is not an option. You can only drink this one drink. What would it be? See, mine's iced coffee without a doubt. Because, like, people will be like, oh, like, you got to drink a drink that's, like, refreshing. Iced coffee is refreshing. Okay. And, like, and in the morning, like, I, I, I could drink iced coffee at any point of the day besides, like, right before I go to bed. Yeah. Just because, like, I wouldn't be able to fall asleep at night. But if coffee is the only thing I'm drinking, like, I'm going to get, a like, caffeine will no longer have an effect on me. So it won't matter anyways. Yeah. See, that's I. I just don't know. Like, I you you put in a good thing at the end that caffeine won't have an effect on me if you if that's the only thing you drink. But like, I'm pretty sure that coffee doesn't. I want to say that it dries out your system. Yeah, it makes you because and it's a diuretic. I could give too. you the science behind it, but it's just there's no point. But yes. So like, I'm thinking like if I drink coffee in the morning, right? Or let's say that. You will, be, you will become increasingly thirsty throughout the day the yeah. m- if you're just drinking coffee. So I, I don't want to do coffee. 
I also don't want to do something like I. My first reaction is sweet tea. That was that would be my other. But be my it would two. literally tan, tan your like your your teeth would get yellow. Yeah, the, like yeah. very quickly. Even and if you even if you brush like yeah, you're clogging your arteries. Like you're just sugar, sugar, sugar. It's too much sugar. Um. I would God, I I again like there's I would probably just call options. curtains. Like I I would yeah. there's n- like I don't want to live a life with no water. Effect. So see the see when when Daniel asked me this question yesterday, I was like, I was like, bro, everything has water. Any drink has water in it, so yeah. your your question's not valid. But like if we take that aside, yeah. Low key, M- low key milk and apple juice. Apple juice has so much sugar though. That's the thing. Like no, like the Mods for Todd sugar free apple apple juice. Damn, bro, you snapped off the brand name. Because I used to drink that all the time. Mott's for Tots, sugar-free. Tots for Mott's. Well, I don't know. It's one no, of no, 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 I think it is. I think that's let's go. But sugar-free apple juice? What well, type? I mean, because I'm drinking it the rest of my life. Bro. So it's not sweet? If you think about it, it is, but it's not as sweet. So it's aspartame or what? Or yeah, it's, it's just a natural sweetness? It's just natural. Okay. I can get behind it's, that. It's a little more, like, oh, bitter maybe, but, like. I don't. I don't like drinking something sweet before I go to bed, though. Like if that's the thing is apple. Also, did you know if you drink apple juice before you go to bed, it apparently it makes your dreams more vivid. Really? That's yeah. I've, I've heard that multiple times. Let's try it. I did try it for, like, and it, I mean, it, it did. It worked. Yeah, but sometimes like it, it kind of backfires when you have a bad dream, and then it's really vivid because then you wake up and you're just like, "What the hell?" Damn. Well, consider this an unpaid sponsorship for Moss for Tots from Seoul. Yeah, send me some crates. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know if um. Cause I, I I usually have a big cup of water next to me when I go to bed and I'm sipping it, like I wake up in the middle of the night, finish it off, and then go back to yeah. bed. The first thing I do in the morning is drink as much water like from the bedside yeah. as I can. I'll drink whatever. Well, what I'll do is like I'll like drink it and then I'll like, I don't know. I'll like I'll like spit it out. I'll go like mouthwash because I don't like drink. Like my mom always like whenever I was a kid, she was like, you don't want like when you go to sleep. For eight hours, you give all this bacteria in your mouth and stuff like that. So she's like, it all builds up. Like she's like, that's probably the first thing you should do is brush your teeth. Play and then you, bad breath. Yeah. So she's like, first thing you should do is brush your teeth, mouthwash, whatever. Then eat your breakfast and then brush your teeth again. That's what I usually do. Yeah, I usually brush twice. I will say, I find it very distasteful when I'm sleeping at somebody's house and they don't offer me water before bed. Really? Yeah. I mean, cause like, come on, like you, like yeah, like everyone, like you want water either before you go to bed or when you wake up or both. Yeah. So, like, what are you just gonna make me like suffer? Go get some water yourself. I mean, like, what if it's like if I'm not like that, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, with somebody that I don't know like that, like, I feel like it's just like a a courtesy to be like, hey, do you want some water? Okay. I mean, I guess I just never thought. I mean, about there are like people's that, houses where I know where the water balls are, and I will grab three before I go to bed. But there are other times I'm at somebody's house where I'm like, yeah, I don't want to like have to ask, but I don't want to have to ask. So your final answer is. Iced coffee. Yeah. And you're sure about that? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't want to say milk because I can't drink milk in the middle of the night either because, like, that's even worse for, like, when I wake up. All right. Let's don't think about the – how about this? There's no, like, health effects to this. It's just All right, purely then, for, like – Then Coke. Oh, yeah? If it's not going to affect my teeth and it's not have health effects, then Coke. Okay. I like the, I li- Or sweet tea. One of the two. It's more of, like, something you would think you don't get tired of. I feel like it is the better way sweet to Sweet tea. Lock. It. Sweet tea lock. <laughs> what? Yeah. Minus 25,000. Yeah. I would never get tired of sweet tea. What sweet tea are you picking? You can't have, like, if you had to have one. It can be from a restaurant, from the store, like, from a store, homemade. 
Bojangles sweet tea is goaded. McAllister sweet tea is really good. We Might had be McAllister. It's the most refreshing. Show We've more, had this conversation, yeah. but I wanted to know what you would pick. Showmore sweet tea is goaded as well. Cookout sweet tea slept on. It's too sweet. It is too sweet, but if you drink the top, if you move your... Okay, this is bad because that's how you know I'm drinking so much. Yeah, I know what you're about to you say. You move your straw up to the top so you're yeah, drinking the part with the ice in it. It's cold and the water down, the the, the the ice melts and waters down the sweet tea in that area a little bit. Yeah. You drink it and it's regulated sweetness. When I was little and we would go to McDonald's, my like my parents wouldn't let me get just sweet tea because they wanted me to get half and half because it's healthier. Because yeah. this is when I was going through it with the weight battles. But I figured it out that... The sweet spot is if you take your straw and put it in the middle and just slurp there. Like you still have like the ice, yeah. but it's like it's a mixture of the two, and it's it's so good. You probably only get about three sips of yeah. greatness until you go back to like pretty much McDonald's iced tea. Well, I'm but telling you, if you move it all the way up, if you if you get your straw right where the ice is, that's only on in sweet tea. You got a good yeah, you've got a good area. I don't put ice in my Coke. I don't. I mean, because it waters drink. it down, and I I. I don't like when people complain about how strong Coke is. Like, oh, it burns my mouth. Like, I don't like I've drinking Coke. I've never heard that before. I don't drink Coke, so I don't. Maybe that's do, why. Do you remember when you were like, I don't drink soda? I was like, is it because it burns your mouth? Be honest. Yeah, but that? I've never heard that before. Yeah. You know, no, no one's ever like complained I, about Coke being like too I, strong. Like, you mean like the carbonation? Like, yeah. that's why I don't drink sodas because I don't like the carbonation. But it's not because it's too strong. I just don't like it. And people complain that like Coke is too strong. Carbonation. That's why they like Pepsi more. And I'm like, oh, I've never. That's stupid. Yeah, Pepsi's too sweet for me. But they taste the same. Moving on, let's let's get into a short a short sports conversation. Who is your goat of goats? Michael Phelps. And before, let me let me defend this. Continue because I think I think he's had the greatest success at his sport. Of any athlete, and yes, like I like there are arguments for, for like Tom Brady, but his sports also an individual sport. Like it yeah. is him alone competing against other athletes, and some people will like argue like like Usain Bolt and like and all this kind of stuff. But like, like Michael Phelps, not only like when it comes to swimming, like the, most people like will specialize in like one or maybe two strokes, but like and yes, like Michael Phelps will always be known as like as like a, a like a fly like a he, like butterfly was his like. His best stroke, but he won gold yeah. in in every other, uh, like stroke, like backstroke, breaststroke, and freestyle, and he won the most medals, and not just one Olympics, but also like as like all time Olympian. Yeah, he has like five Olympics that he's participated in, and also he theoretically faced the most competition. Like the Olympics brings the best athletes from across the world, and I feel like most goats you look at. Like, especially, I mean, with the excep- exception of maybe, like, golf, and even then, like, or soccer, like, you're there, it's the an American-dominated sport. Like, football, basketball. Yeah. That's, that's mostly, like, that's, like, American. I can agree with that. So, he has 23 gold medals, and he has 28 medals overall. He's a, competed in five Olympic Games. Now, what I want to know is how many events has he competed in altogether? Because I'm looking at this from a conversion rate. I look at Tom Brady and I say, okay, he's won seven rings in 20 years, in 20 seasons, right? Yeah. So he has a 35% conversion rate. But also, like, that's a team sport. I, I, I know. Like, I, yes, he's arguably he's the most important player on that team, but there's still a lot of other factors that go into it. And, like, some people make an argument that that's why it's harder to win because it's a team sport. But 
it's, yeah. it's also harder to measure individual greatness in a team sport. Like you can you can be boosted up by other people. Where when yeah. you're in an individual sport, it's sink or swim. That's fair. I'm not I'm not gonna like like I agree with you, but at the same time, like this is how I look at it. Tom Brady has a thirty five percent conversion rate. So twenty years in the league and he has seven rings. Michael Jordan has a little bit less than fifty percent conversion rate. Thirteen years in the in the in the league, thirteen seasons, six rings. Right. So f- to me, I'm like, that makes Michael Jordan the goat, right? But then you got to look at it like, also, I think for me, it's between Jordan, Brady, and and Tiger, right? But the thing is, Tiger, you don't think Phelps even makes that conversation? I also, don't. Maybe I'll, I just don't let know. Me, enough let about me tell something. you about the conversion. Okay, right. so he he swam in five Olympic games. Yeah, and I'm um, at his peak. So probably at two games, he probably swam. I would say in probably at most eight events. Okay, let's say let's say he swam eight events. Okay, we'll, we'll say he averaged five events for every Olympics, which is more realistic. There's no way because then because he has 28 medals, he can't that he swam in five games and he, he he swam 25 events and won 28 medals. It's impossible. All right, no fair. Enough. Okay, we'll say he swam an average of eight events. Okay, I think eight events fair. per Olympics. So That's that above 50. Eight times five is 40. 40. Yeah, and he won 20 out of 40. He won 23 out of 40. Well, 28 20, total. 23, 23 gold and 28 total. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we're, not considering, we're not considering Brady losing the Super Bowl, though, so we're going to give him only gold. So 23 out of right, 40. Fine, 23 Even out then, 40. he still has a high conversion rate. Okay, that's fair. I respect I respect Michael Phelps. I don't know that much about him. I think it's disrespectful as fuck that you're not going to put him in the conversation. Okay, he's in the conversation. Ty- I, I, think, I think Tiger Woods is the GOAT of golf, but some people still are like, oh, well, he doesn't have as many... Majors is uh, Nicholson. Yeah, so, so from that's my there's question. there's two bases of it. How, not not Nicholson. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Arnold Palmer. He, no, no. Uh, Nicholas. Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas. Yeah. Not Nicholson. I was thinking. Yeah. Of, yeah. Um. So there's two there's two perspectives to it. The conversion rate, in which case I guess Phelps and Jordan win. But then there's also the con- the idea that undisputed goat. Okay. Yeah. Jordan is the undisputed. He's not. He's a disputed goat in basketball. Whether you like it or not, I don't like that. But I think he's the undisputed goat. But people still say Braun. And then also like, there are people who have more rings than him. Regardless of what it is, there are people who have more rings than him. Phelps has undisputed most gold medals, right? Yeah. And so he's a goat swimmer. He's, or whatever. He's already the goat swimmer and probably the yeah. goat Olympian. He probably is a goat Olympian as well. Um, Tiger Woods disputed. Tom Brady has seven rings, and the next closest are, are franchises, are the Patriots, Steelers. who he gave him six, and the Steelers, who have six over like the last 50 years. So who is the next closest player, or even quarterback, who has like that many rings? Who like Montana has four, yeah, I think. I yeah, I don't know. And Brady played an MVP season last year, right? He had he had more passing yards, more passing touchdowns than than Rodgers. He had a lower touchdown to interception ratio, which is probably why Rodgers won. And also, like, if you take Rodgers off that that Packers team, they're shit. So that's why Rodgers won the MVP. But like, it was a top. Like, in my opinion, I think Brady and, and Rodgers had extremely similar seasons, and Rodgers was the MVP. If you're 43 and you're you're playing an MVP caliber season, you know you 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 take your team to the division. You lose to the the Super Bowl champions barely, even though they shouldn't have even been in that game the way they played. But you barely lose to the Super Bowl champions, and like, 
Like, let's be honest. Like, I think that I think that he has another two playoff runs left in him. I, I definitely think Brady's a good at football. And I'm, I'm glad we're having this conversation because yeah. it it's getting me fired up. But so you're saying Brady's the GOAT because he's won for so long, like longevity? I'm saying he's so undisputed. Like, but him and Michael also, Phelps are the is, only ones who are so undisputed it's not even funny. Yes, but this, like, Tom Brady is hands down the GOAT of football, but this conversation is the GOAT of all GOATs. So you got to take, you're taking GOATs from every sport and putting them together. And yes, Tom Brady has yeah. more rings than, than individual franchises. Yeah. Michael Phelps has more golds than most, or not most, but a lot of countries. Whole countries okay. of millions of okay. people. But it's not all countries, right? It's not, but it's also American. Is Football is only an American sport. It's it's 32 teams. 32 teams over like 70 years too, but okay. I see what you're saying. I, I'm not, you've opened my eyes to Michael Phelps being a GOAT. And and he has the longevity factor. He's swimming five games, so that's 20 years. Yeah. That's twenty years of sustained greatness. Okay, not I mean. Well, it's, it's actually it's sixteen years, right? Because you you start on your first and you end on your last. Yeah, but training saying? for an Olympic Olympic games takes years. In Plus, this dude has like what does, he, what does he have DUI? All these dudes think think about that. All of them have something on them. Like Jordan had his gambling thing, and then he retired in the middle. Tiger, don't even get me started on Tiger. Yeah, Tiger does. Phelps has his like DUI stuff or whatever that stuff. The only one that doesn't. Brady is clean. The, oh no, he's not clean. What he do? You don't think he knew about the whole cheating thing? Even the flake gate. I was the biggest Tom Brady hater up until. I just want to. Yeah, no, I don't. Wanna, I'm not a Tom Brady hater, but I think he knew about all the cheating that was going on. There's Fair. no way he didn't. When you're that important yeah. and that involved in a franchise, you know what's going on. You know the big stuff going on. But don't you think it was one of those things like they didn't tell him because they knew like that's that's too big of a keep risk. Keep him clean. Yeah. What's he gonna clean. do? He, no. What what's he gonna do? Rat him out? It already came out. Yeah. He definitely yeah. knew. And I'm not gonna say that the, that the Patriots are the only team that do stuff to get themselves yeah. a competitive advantage, but they got caught. So, so they got to live with that. So do you think that any other like what? Who? Which Olympian has the next most amount of gold medals? It's got to be either a swimmer or a track and field athlete. I don't know off the top of my head. Well, that's the thing. Like, like he has eight events that he can get a gold in every year. Brady only has one. Okay, but you're looking. You're looking at it the wrong way. He he's winning. He's winning a like in his events. Like like yes, like he like he has more like, I guess you could say individual accolades. But he also has, he's facing more competition. Yeah. Damn, dude, it's not even close. The next closest with gold gold medals is nine. It's Larissa Latinina, who was an, a gym, gymnast from 1956 to 1964. Yeah, so think about that. That's look how big the gap is. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, I can I can get onto the Michael Phelps go, but let, let's let's take an interesting take on this this topic. If they all played the same, like who who's the most transferable across sports? It's gotta be, it's gotta be one of either Jordan or LeBron. LeBron's on the conversation. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's probably Jordan. Yeah, I would say so. Because he could, he could, he could be a good golfer. Jordan, he's is, not gonna, he's not gonna be a good swimmer. But Tom Brady's not gonna transfer to. I mean, he could, I guess, transfer to golf. Every, all of them could go to golf. None of them could go to other sports. Okay. Would you agree with that? Jordan could play football. Yes, but I don't think he could. He would. 
Yeah. I guess he could also baseball, obviously. Oh, yeah. Not that he was great in it, but. He's good enough to. Yeah. I think Jordan's the most if you can If you can go play AAA after just playing ba- basketball for the for like your entire life and not training and being like 30 and go play AAA, you're pretty damn good. Yeah, Jordan's definitely the most transferable. Yeah. So, what about GOAT athlete of all time? That's Who's I, the most I think there's probably some athletes time. we've never even heard of that are just stupid, like, freaks. Will Chamberlain? Yeah, I mean, Will, I get. I mean, like. Bro, I watched this video talking about, did you know that him and Arnold Schwarzenegger had a movie? Wilt and Arnold? Yeah. I didn't even know they were, like, in the same, like, time frame when that like when Arnold well, was big Arnold was thing. like Arnold was big in the 70s and 80s right yeah and in the 90s as well obviously and Wilt Wilt had just retired then so I knew Wilt was in a movie I yeah. didn't know that him and Arnold him and Arnold were in the movie interesting and, and Arnold was talking about how he was like shocked about the amount of weight that Wilt was like Wilt was going like right with him for like weight Wilt benched 500 pounds I this is a different conversation and it's not yeah. one for today but I think Wilt is extremely slept on in the GOAT conversation Agreed. because everyone says, oh, we play against plumbers or whatever. Like, I, I don't want to get into it, yeah. but Will is slept on in the GOAT conversation. There were still GMs talking to him in 1989 about coming back to the league when he was like 40-something. Yeah, no, Wilt, Wilt is deserving of, of GOAT talk. Yeah. All right, well, that's that's enough of our... So your final answer is... Michael Phelps ha- has been and always will be. My my final answer, I, I, I don't know, honestly... Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, or I guess Michael Phelps now. Michael we didn't even talk about. There. We can talk about like, I don't. I don't watch baseball, so I don't know the baseball goats. I mean, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Ruth. There, but it's. Um, it's I don't. I don't know about Wayne Gretzky either. But apparently, people are apparently like. Well, the, Gretzky's the hockey is so much better today. Yeah, his his records gonna get broken. If yeah, not, I think they some of them might have already happened, but yeah. I thought I thought I saw something that like he has more goals than the person behind him. Has points like goals and assists combined. Uh, really? Yeah. Um, maybe I don't know, but I don't. I don't know. We yeah. don't know anything about. If you know hockey. about hockey, hit yeah. Online. Someone call in Zach Stern if you're listening. Call in. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get let's get a little more hypothetical then. If all of a sudden all animals could talk, would you still eat meat? And this is a good question. Hell for you yeah, I would still eat meat. Okay. All right. What else? What else am I gonna do just because I can talk? Yes, bro. What if he's like, please don't kill me? And you're like, nah, fuck that. Like, what you can do, you can shoot him I've, in the head? I, like, this, it'd be different if I, like, was born into a world where animals didn't talk. Yeah. But if, like, if it happened today, I'm not changing my ways. So, I've, so, do you think... Also, you, like, I'm not going to pity a cow. Like, I don't care if they can talk. Like, just look at them. Like, there's nothing about it that screams pity me. Don't kill me. Damn. All I see is a big juicy cheeseburger. So, you're telling me that... Would you kill a cow, like, right in front of you? And eat, eat the steak. Would you look a cow in the eye and kill him? I don't like. And I, then like, eat that yes, steak for dinner. Yes, you but would. I've heard like slaughterhouses and stuff are like nasty. And if you went there and like watched the process, like a lot of people wouldn't like. There's like a really famous book called a uh, something oh, something like Jungle. Like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I know. Oh my gosh, I can't remember it's, the name. It, we learned about it in history, but like it's a very like it's it details like. Uh, a lot of like the processes of slaughterhouses and like just like how like the jungle by Upton Sinclair. Yeah, oh, it is just the jungle. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So like, and I've heard like a lot of people read that book and then don't eat meat again because of like how like hot dogs and made and stuff and like all like the, the quote unquote nasty stuff that happens. Yeah. So like, but if it was just like me in, in a cow in a field and I was just killing it, 
I would eat the steak. But if I was like in a slaughterhouse right, bro. and worked in a slaughterhouse, I think that'd be a different conversation. Interesting. So for me, the answer is you're gonna yeah, and nothing changes because I already don't eat meat. But there's my question for you. Yeah. If you're like on like a like deserted island or like stranded somewhere, like and it's like it's just you and like like the resources you can muster, are you killing are you gonna eat meat? Yeah, probably. I mean, I gotta live. There's, there's actually, there are like clauses under which I don't. I'm. There I'm, are. Yeah, and you, one of them is, is, for, is for is for survival. Really? Yeah. Well, give me another one. That's the only one I know. Okay. But like, that's the thing. Like, I don't really. Like, yeah, I do it because it's religious, and that's how I was raised. But also, like, it is, it's still a discipline. You thing. know what blows my mind? What? Another a religious belief that blows my mind is so Jehovah Witnesses. Yeah. Don't get like blood transfusions or like get, don't get like blood that's not theirs they believe like life is a gift from god and that like they like i forget the how it exactly goes but like so say like they get in like a car crash and like yeah. are bleeding profusely and like need blood they won't like they don't accept blood like from like outside blood of their bodies really like, they will die before they they'll bleed out and die before they take like blood damn bro that's so sad it's sad but it's also it's just like I guess it's like it's very like close minded to belittle somebody else's beliefs. But yeah. Like, don't like not accepting blood. Like, come on. Okay, but to be fair, if someone held a gun to your head and was like, "You're gonna convert to my religion, or I'm gonna shoot you," would you convert on the spot? It's the same thing. That's a martyr. No, that that's what that's how martyrs are made. So if you believe your religion, then you're gonna die. You're fine. All right. Fine yeah, I see that. what you're saying. Fair enough. All right. Yep. Case closed. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. Astrology. What it's, are your thoughts on it? What is your bullshit. What is your sign? It is. I'm. A, that's like I'm a Scorpio. You're a Scorpio, and maybe that's why You're I think it's bullshit Scorpio. because that's what I. Every time somebody <laughs> says that, that's what I hear, and I don't know much about like like the signs and like what means what, but apparently like Scorpios are like have some negative connotations and are labeled as like toxic and like all these just bad things, which I think is just stupid. And like what pisses me off more than anything. Is when someone knows that I'm a Scorpio and I do something you're like that's that's such a Scorpio, Scorpio. Yeah. yeah like no like kick rocks buddy like I just fucking don't care. kick rocks barefoot buddy yeah like no just you're wasting your time and the what would maybe like in especially in high school and this was girls mostly yeah would like would oh this this makes me so mad let's hear it let's hear there's it like there's like a Snapchat filter and there's like apps that like. Like every day, like it, it like has like a reading for your like sign. Yeah, yeah. And, like it's like fucking like Mercury's in like retrograde and all this bullshit. And like, yeah, I have that. Like it's like you're gonna have like, it's like it's called coaster. It's like good things are gonna come to you today or like bad things are gonna happen. Like in like omens, like very vaguely worded omens, and something would happen and be like, oh my gosh, like this was like it's like destiny. Like it was like I, like coaster told me this morning that like X Y and Z was gonna happen and like. And like somebody broke up with me, like you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just a waste of time. Like do something, like go read a book. Like you, there's so many more productive things that you could be thinking about than your astrology sign. So I'm on my co-star right now because you just brought it up. It says the world, the world needs you. You have power and routine and self and pressure and thinking and creativity and social life, and you have trouble with spirituality. So it tells me to do kombucha. Take out in cartoons and don't sledgehammers, sharp objects, and pity party. Like, that's so stupid. But it did say my moon is in Capricorn and I'm a fundamentally organized person. What does that so. even mean? 
What well, means you can be sensitive to things that are frivolous. no. What does it mean that your moon's in Capricorn? That means that means the moon is in Capricorn, bro. Or no, I'm being. What does it mean? Like, what does that? You think I know, bro? I don't give a fuck. Well, if you're gonna believe in it, you gotta know what okay. it means. You're just gonna I, blindly follow some. That is religion, but you're just gonna. <laughs> I'll t- okay. I'll tell you why I believe in it. I don't. Okay, I don't believe in it. Like, I'm not living my life. I don't check my coaster every day. But like, a lot of times I'll read a horoscope and I'm like, damn, bro, that's actually low key true. But, but that's because that's because we like project what we want to be true because based on no. events that have happened to us. Yeah. So you're saying like, we, so we it, conform, we like change our perspective on events that have yeah, happened in like our lives. Something happens to, and we see it in a different light because we wanted to match up with what our co-star said that morning. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But the thing that. Which so is my, so unhealthy. Sorry. I don't mean to keep cutting you off. No, you're This good. makes me so mad. This and the driving are just, oh my this, gosh. I guess we found Saul's pet peeves today. Triggered so hard right now. So one thing about um, astrology and stuff is my grandpa does a lot of astrology and like he does like Hindu astrology. So like he reads horoscopes and stuff like that. And like that that's big in India. And a lot of the, his like readings and like stuff like that is real. And I, I never believed it. He would always be like, you want to learn? You want to learn? I'm like, all right, but yeah, I'll learn later. Yeah, I'll learn later. I'm like, I, in my mind, I was like, nah, bro. Like, this is just like made up shit. Like, people just believe this. Like, oh, on this day, you're supposed to get married. Like, you should get married between these and these days. Like, you should, like, you know, not, you know, this this type of job will be good for you. Yeah, people like, want justification for stuff. stuff like so that, they yeah. they turn to stupid things like this. So that's what I thought. And then... I was like, I was like, how do you, because he, he was a pharmacist, right? Or he's, well, he's retired now, but like, he's a man of science. I was like, I was like, how are you a man of science? You believe this? And then he sat, he sat me down and he was like, all right, I'll, I'll, let me ask you something. I was like, what? He's like, what causes the waves? I was like, what do you mean? What causes the waves? Like of the ocean? Yeah. And then. It's wind. No, it's not the wind. It's moon. Oh, you're right. But yeah, fact. So right. I was like, it's a moon. And he's like, all right. So someone in a lab coat from NASA comes to you and tells you, you see the water over there? The water has minuscule like salt particles. And those salt particles are affected by the gravity of the moon, which is this many miles away. And because of that, it affects like spring tide, neap tide, like all that shit. And he's like, you're going to sit down and believe that like immediately, right? Just because some dude told you that. But if I sit here and tell you your body is 90% water, and there are other bigger planets around us which have, like, you know, obviously, cel- like, celestial bodies around us which are much bigger than the moon, right? Because Earth is a small planet. They're, these these Saturn, like, these places are much bigger. And Jupiter, they, they have effects on the water in your body. You're going to be like, that's bullshit? Yes, I am going to because okay. we can – no, 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 no. We can scientifically prove why tides happen and, like, in the effect yeah. that our moon has on our planet. Because we – but so you're gonna tell me that we behave if we behave in the scientific I'm yeah. putting this in quote scientific way, then how why haven't it why hasn't it been proven? Like what is all this big deal about the unconscious mind? Un- and until like, seventeen something, we didn't even know what gravity was, to be fair. Yes. Now we understand gravity, so we understand the moon's effect. What if tomorrow there's another force that's like gravity that we just didn't understand and that actually does have an effect from a different celestial body? Like, we can calculate the gravitational effect of, of bodies based off of how big they are and, like, you know, all the shit that we do in physics. But, like, what if there's another effect that has effect on, on like, some form of energy or something like that that we, we just have not discovered yet? How does, is that, at the end of the day, how does that make us any different than any non-living entity? Because that we're all being controlled by the same thing. What's the difference between living and non-living? 
I guess the amount of whatever, I guess when you're born, you have a certain amount of particles of something. I don't, I don't know how. Hey, I don't works. mean to attack you. I'm not, I'm not going to say. Yeah, no, I just, this like, is, I can't I'm more explain like, it to I'm you because like, I don't know it. Yeah, but no. I'm saying that's why I wouldn't cross, like the way he explained it to me then. That's very, yes, no, like I, like that's as close as I've come to believing that bullshit. Yeah. But I don't believe it. I'm not saying I believe it, but I'm saying like, okay, you yes, know, maybe you have a fair point. enough. Yeah, but I gotta see repeated evidence. Maybe that it. makes me close-minded. Maybe that makes me a hater. But I'm well, sticking to my beliefs. If someone tells me I'm a tourist, I'm not gonna be like, okay, like this and that. Like I don't actually care, like or believe what they say. But like, if I see repeated evidence and then I hear that explanation, I'm like, maybe there's some truth to it. I don't know how it works, but I know. I'm not gonna sit here and say it doesn't work 100 because I've heard that. That's just my take. But, um. Actually, this is something I'd, I do want to touch on very quickly, but I don't like it want to go because it's a rabbit hole. So in the first episode, we talked about if you start restarted the world, would everything happen the same way? And I said yes, right? Because I think that... Didn't we both say yes? I think so. Okay. I think that... I would say yes as well. Like, that's yeah. my answer is yes. And like, if you remove fate and God from it, like, we have the exact same stimuli, so we would have the same response, right? Like, people are like, oh, what if I, like, what if cavemen didn't discover fire like why wouldn't they because they everything happened the first way the same way their brains would work the same way so then i was talking to some like to simeon and, and alex and they were like well guess what like they were talking about nihilism right and basically like one of the aspects like, one one of the beliefs that falls under nihilism is the idea that like it's not that life is a simulation but like everything is every we we have no free will there's, a, there's always a predetermined outcome to every... Yeah, because event. because every single, like, stimulus will be present because of what happened in the past. It's hard to explain, but, like, if today I'm sitting in this chair right now talking on the podcast, it's because it's it's what was bound to happen because of the stimuli that have been present. The stimuli, have, since the beginning of time, the stimuli have only been a, a natural reaction. Like, what was only going to happen because of the stimuli that... that preceded it do you, do you get what i'm saying it's hard to understand kind of but basically like like it's the same argument with if you restarted the world would everything happen the same way i say yes because like like i said like there's no such thing as random truly random like because if you flip a coin something in your brain told you to prov to apply the exact amount of pressure that you did when you flip that coin so there's no heads like flipping a coin is not random you see what i'm saying i see what you're saying but i don't agree with it okay why don't you agree with it so you think like subconsciously, like we know exactly how much pressure we have to apply to get heads or tails? No, I'm saying that something in our brain told us to apply that that much pressure, right? For whatever reason it is, like whatever stimuli there was, that's the amount of pressure that we applied, and because of that, that once you apply that pressure, it's predetermined that it's, it's gonna be heads or tails. Yeah, yeah, because while it's in the air, it's I mean, gonna be heads or tails because okay. that because gravity's constant. Okay, like, yes, I, I and and the amount of torque you apply is, is so. But they were saying is like, all right, take it one step further. Everything I do, I don't have free will. Everything I do is decided by this environment I'm in because my brain is going to react. If, if like brains are proven to be algorithmic, right? It's like a computer, like a computer. Like if you put in, if you, if you go into a calculator and type nine times 10, 5 billion times, every single time you're going to get 90. So with the brain, they're out, they're proven to be algorithmic, right? So but we created calculators. So yeah, like yes, I see what you're saying, but like, yeah, the but we're gonna but get that calculators because we calculators, determined that that was the outcome for that because calculators situation. operate on an algorithm. Yes, yes, brains are also algorithmic. So when you put in the same input, you're gonna get the same output. Now the input from the entire environment has to be the same, right? You can't have one minuscule thing. 
Like, even if this paper was moved over here instead of here, that would be a different input. But if that paper's there every single time, if we play this moment back again and again, it's no different than rewinding because the input is the exact same. So the output will be the same. So they're saying that we don't live in a simulation necessarily, but everything is scripted to happen because of the environment that we started in is the natural progression to the environment that we're ending in. Yes, so, I understand that, but then I'm just like, so like what, like, to, so we don't have free will. We what, just to counter that. What what creates the stimuli? It's just whatever, like in the in the world, whatever there is, like the stimuli is just whatever our brain is taking. No, I, in. I get what it is, but I'm yeah. saying like stimuli happen for a reason. Like whether you believe like it's the, fate, the whether initial you believe one, in religion, whether you believe in science, like yeah. something creates a stimuli. So the initial stimuli was just there because I think it's because of God, because of Big Bang theory. Like I don't. Like whatever, where did the Big Bang theory come from? You know, it's like people will say, "Oh, this the, is the really universe is created from." Holy shit! I know. This, you, this we're, we're, we've only gone on for four minutes. Don't worry. I, I'm, I, I looked at the time <laughs> before I started it, but like, there's no free will. See, I hate to be, like you don't. It's not something I want to believe. Like I want to believe that I have like I do have free will and yeah. I have choices. No one wants to believe it. But then you then you like lay it out for me, and I'm like shit. Like because our brain are we are slaves to our brain. Right now, if our our brain is truly us, then then that's not a problem. But if our brain isn't truly us, then all right, I'm not. I can get with everything you said up until now, but about our instead for the, our brains not being truly us. That sounds like like I've heard some, like what like something like our brains are controlled by an ulterior like no no no. I'm saying our brains are just it's just a ca- like collection a, a of reactions. I mean. Yeah, but like, because we are a product of our environment, hence we're a product of our reactions. A yeah. Of stim- like, yes, like that is what. So that's we how have we no develop. free will. Whatever our brain, whatever the the amount of whatever uh, chemicals there are in our brain, I don't I don't know how to explain it scientifically, but like you know what I'm saying, like we have no free will. Everything that is presented to us as stimuli directly corresponds to what we will do. We think it's free will, but. Okay, then let me ask you a question. Okay. When we are when we're like when you're first initially born and you haven't been um exposed to different stimuli. Yeah. You don't know how you're going to like you don't know you don't know how to how to react to these stimuli. So therefore like we still What we are you st- reacting based off of? We still have we still do know because our brain is still functional when we're in the, like, we still have a brain when we're in the womb. Yeah, you're, we, you, yes, like in utero, you are developing and you have like neurons, yeah. but you only develop like, you de- when you when you undergo a stimuli, it's you neuron connections form. Like that's how you like learn. That's how you maintain information. That's how you like know like not to put your hand in the fires because yeah. there are neuron connections that tell you that's hot, don't touch it. What I'm saying yeah. is when we're born, when we're developing in utero. We are form like we're forming our neurons, but we don't have these connections because we haven't undergone these stimuli. Yeah, and yes, there are some stimuli that we undergo in like in in the womb, but it's a very very small portion of the stimuli we experience in our lifetime. So once you're first born and you're a baby, theoretically, if you have no parents to like to direct you, every stimuli you encounter is unknown to you. Yeah, but you're saying there's still going to be a predetermined outcome. Well, that's what develops our brain, but. Yeah, but yes, but the first time, the first time you—that's how babies learn—is they do something like they put their hand in the fire to understand that's hot. Yeah, 
So, but so, so you're saying so that why it, would it you're change? saying that it's predetermined. So you're saying it's random. I'm saying that if you, so if you have an untrained brain, it's random. Yes, th- yes, kind of like there's a, a baby puts their hand in a fire one time, like hopefully, yeah, fire, and they don't do it again. Yeah. So therefore, they have done both possible outcomes of that stimuli being the fire. Okay. Why? So. That's what I'm saying. Give me an example of something that's truly random, because I don't think randomness exists. And there's, there's. Well, what do you define as truly random? That's what I'm saying. People in, in like an equal, like an equal opportunity of the outcome. No, not not from public. Like something that's random. Like, you know, when people say, "Oh, he, yeah, he just randomly swerved." No, he didn't. He swerved for a reason. Yes. Right. Or he just like we just flipped a coin and it was random. Or we used a random number generator online. None of those are actually random. Those are determined. There's nothing that where if you put the same input, you'll get a different output. That's what I'm saying. That if you put the same input, you'll get a different like output. Like exact same input. Now, I'm not talking about like I'm clicking a button and it gives me like a random output and then I do Having it again. Having kids, like eye color, like genet- like yes, it's genetics, but like what chooses what genetics you're going to get? Because it depends on the position of the sperm cell. Like whichever sperm cell wins the race. No, but I'm saying like yes, but there's also like 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 Huntington's disease, like there's like you have to have different like there's different, but that's a, that's that's a product of reaction like chemical like, but it's reactions. So what determines that though? It's random. It's fit. It's like it, the gene sequence. Yeah, that that's determined. Like what by, determines by, the gene sequence? Like yes, I understand, but like, I don't have a good enough understanding of biology. But I, I can guarantee that, like I said, it's it's because of whichever sperm cell won the race. But hear me out though. No, okay. I, I get what you're saying about that, but I'm saying like like. If you have six kids, yeah, they're they're going to be different. Like they're not going to like unless you have identical twins. Yeah, because you have different sperm cells every time. But if we know that that gen- like genetically stuff is predetermined, then w- hypothetically we should be able to predict who is going to have what diseases and like we just don't have a deep enough understanding of the inner workings. But I would say that we can at some point. Like so, so hundred years ago, we we couldn't figure out with prenatal screening whether this kid is going to have, you know, like. Uh, some form of um, like Huntington's disease or like Down syndrome or something, but now we can. As time, just because we can't predict it, doesn't mean it's random. There's genetic. That's my there's issue. genetic markers which give us a good yeah. indication of the outcome. Yeah, but it's it's never certain. It it can become certain. Just because it, okay, just because we can't we can't. How come it. how come some fatal cancer? How come some people survive like fatal cancers? Like they get a diagnosis that you're going to die, but they survive. That's because of the way their bodies work. It's not just because we can't predict it doesn't mean it's random. That's my issue with like, that's what I'm saying. Like in physics, there is a randomness that in in even in in like in statistics and stuff. Like Brownian motion is supposed to model randomness. That's what a lot of people use. Like um, quants, they use Brownian motion to model stock prices to model like, um, you know, like to help them calculate risk because it's supposed to model randomness. But at the end of the day, we we use the word random to describe something that we can't predict 100% of the time. I but as that. time goes on, we will be able to predict it because we, we will understand it. That's my, my belief is that everything operates on a law. It's, there is nothing in the world that is truly random. That's what I believe. That's, that's what the argument comes down to. I don't think that like we see something and we're like, oh, like we did this twice. It's because you can't be... You can't do two different things at the exact same time in, in history on the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can run side-by-side tests. Like, I can push a button on this one and push a button on this one that is supposed to do the same thing. But I can't run two 
I can't do the same thing on the same. I can't. It's hard to explain what I'm saying, but like, I can't. I'm flipping a coin is is like my my go to because it's it's a very you know it's a binary outcome and it makes perfect sense to most people. Like if you start thinking about it, you realize that. Um. Okay. Here's 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 okay. what I would say. Like so. Like, like rolling a dice, like say, like throwing a dice up into the air and what it lands on, like, yes, like it's not random. You can say it's not random because the force I apply, yeah. but also you have to take in like a factors like the wind. It's like, not, how am I going to know that the, there will be a You w- won't know. That's what I'm saying. You won't know. It's random to us because we don't know, but it's not random in the grand scheme of things because it, as soon as you release the die, it's determined. Okay. As, I, I, yes, I, I, okay. I see what you're saying. And now. something in your mind tells you to apply that amount of, amount of force. But random is a term that we as humans have coined. Like that's something we created. Yeah. And there are things that are random to us. Yeah, there are things that are random to us, but there's not things that are truly random. Okay, that's, we can agree on that then. Yeah. Okay. And because there's not things that are truly random, everything is, is bound to happen based off of what ha- what was given okay, before. Okay, I see what you're saying. And that's why nihilism yes. exists. Okay, I agree with or that. Or that's why this, because nihilism is the idea that Religion and morality doesn't. I, I could be mistaking it or overgeneralizing, but it's like the belief that religion and morality don't matter because nothing matters. Every, all of our existence is basically like it's either a simulation or it has no actual meaning. And so, because of that, if you subscribe to this particular thought of nihilism, which is low key believable, like I can't sit here and answer, oh, if we restart the world, everything would be the same, and then be like, no, it doesn't make sense. Like, I have free will. I can't say both of those, in my opinion. It's depressing. It is depressing. So we're gonna move on. Yeah. But we needed to we needed to do that for the for the fans. All right. Well, let's move on to something a little bit more lighthearted. So if you if you had to cast a movie on your life, who first of all, who would be in the movie about your life? Like in, in real life, like who which people would do you want to be in that movie? And then secondly, who would you cast to play them? I mean, I wouldn't everyone, like like, you know what I'm saying? If it's my life, like, I feel like my closest friends and family are going to be in it. Yeah. And I feel like there's too many people to give you a full cast because it just, man, it's ridiculous. But I you would get, want, pick, like, five people that you would actually have to cast. All right. I want I would want to be played by Matthew McConaughey. Okay. I would want... I like that pick. I would want Wayne to be played by Kevin Hart. Damn, bro. Um, okay. I'd want my dad to be played by Tom Hanks. I feel like that's a pretty apt... Yeah, thing. my mom. I don't. I don't call me sexist, but I don't know a lot of woman actors like that. Like that are like good. Like that are good. Like motherly roles. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie Fisher. I rest guess. in peace. She was a drug addict. So I feel like that'd be weird. She really? Oh yeah. I didn't know that. She was on acid the entire time they were doing Star Wars. Valid. Shrooms. I don't know if it was acid, but yeah. Valid. Um, Jennifer. I guess Jennifer Aniston could be my mom. Which Just is change weird. that top. Yeah, change that's that weird. Pick. Scratch that. Um, I don't know. Uh. Derek would be played low-key by Leonardo DiCaprio. Derek Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Okay. Um, Abby's not even getting in casting. Rip. I don't know who's playing her. Happens. Um, I'd I'd have you play it as Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I just, like, I would just, like, I'd put my favorite actors in there. Which okay. Is, like, I mean, which are typical favorite actors. Like, I don't have any, like, niche actors that I love. I'm trying to think of, like, people, like, think about it, like, in terms of, well, who would Jared be? Think about it in terms of the, the guy that Jared is and which actor not not necessarily resembles him. You can do resembles him, or you can do like someone who's played roles that are like Jared. Like 
what I mean, I get what you're saying, but I just can't like think like I don't know. I would look I would say Jared could Loki be like a I don't know. What it's hard because we're still like young, you know what I mean? You know, like I don't yeah, it's mm. Jared. No, actually I want my dad played by Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. That's a good that's a good one. Um yeah, like there's a lot of old actors that people love, but I haven't like I don't yeah I haven't seen the movies enough to like you know what I'm saying so to know much about it. Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't know who Jared would be. Jared could be like a for some reason Woody Harrelson's coming to mind. That's that's Jared. what I was gonna say for Derek, actually. Really? Because I see Woody Harrelson like as a menace. Yeah, because that's who that's what he is in most of his. Okay, uh, then Jared's not Jared's not that. Yeah, I guess Derek is probably more Woody Harrelson, and then I can low see low key see Jared being like a Michael Caine. Yeah, I can respect that. Um, I don't know who who would play Anna. Uh, I don't know, like it. Like if it was my life, I'd be like Anna de Armas because I think she's so fine. So I would obviously want my girlfriend to be like an attractive actress. So that's my pick. All right. Well, I don't know who I would cast, and I think for myself, start with yourself. Okay. And then branch out myself. Now I would if I had to do, I might do a Bollywood actor too. I, no, don't. Not I mean, you foul. you can. I'll just do it for my. Just don't do it, from, do it from a resemblance standpoint. Do it from a just if you could pick anybody. Okay. Well, if it was a resemblance and characters, it would probably be Ranveer Singh for all the Bollywood people out there. But more importantly, um, but just because right now I have a mustache. But from a character standpoint, Ryan Reynolds maybe oh Robert Downey Jr. Like the guy who's like kind of funny but also oh, kind of douchey. Yeah, that's a, that's a good pull. And cocky. Yeah. That's how I see. Unfortunately, myself. <laughs> Um, I think fair. I think Robert Downey Jr. would be a good pick, or Ryan. If Ryan Reynolds got enough of a Robert tan, Downey Jr. Is, could work is a good pick. I think you just stick with that. Or like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he's pretty goofy though. Yeah, I'm trying to find someone who's kind of goofy, kind of cocky, you know. Yeah, like comedic relief sometimes, but also like can low key step it's, up. It's still, yeah, still smart. Can be the hero. Maybe I'm just being arrogant right now. Um, my dad. Probably like, probably like a Morgan Freeman. Yeah. To play to play you, I'd have to pick someone who is like, who's kind of serious, but like also, like can laugh at like, you know what I'm saying? Like I have a good I have a good pick for me, and not in my life, but yeah. in somebody else's life. I would say I, I could be a Will Smith character. I was gonna say life. Will Smith should be should be Wayne should have been Wayne for you. Oh yeah, Smith, I think I would one. change yeah. Will Smith. To I be Wayne. I went with Kevin Hart because of this like from pure comedy funny, standpoint. Yeah. But yeah, that, he's a funny mother. Will Smith is a good. Wayne I think one. Will Smith is a great yeah. Wayne. That yeah that never mind. You're um, God, I want to cast Jared so bad. He's just a, yeah. He's I, just, I guess it's like, hard bad, to cast him. Yeah, he he'd probably have a good good person to pick. He would. I would say you are kind of like a. If I okay, which is if I if I'm Robert Downey Jr., then I would cast you as like a. Um, like Chris Hemsworth maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say Chris Hemsworth like Matt Damon maybe. Matt Damon is such a good yeah. Matt Damon lock lock. Thanks. Um, Luis would be like, 
Uh, I don't know who Luis. Who would your older brother be? That's what my I older would, brother. Yeah. He's always goofing around, kind of like you know, he's he's the loudest person when you know him. But if you don't know him, he's he's pretty shy. I would say he's like a Mark Ruffalo. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. I think that'd be good. I think it'd be a great casting for him. Um, my mom would be like, just I'm trying to think of like these like like yeah, it's like it's um like it's just maybe like, I don't know like Helen Mirren or something like like someone who's like older is. and yeah, just I don't like know actors like just like actresses like that. sweetest person in the world. Um, and then I'd probably have God Luis would Luis would be like a. Luis would be uh oh I know who he would be I gotta let's hear it um I gotta figure out the name of this if it, of that actor who is like describe it um I guess I just don't know as many actors as I thought I did oh I'm no you know who you'd be you'd be Brad Pitt from from Oceans like you would be my you would be Brad Pitt oh my mom I'd have her as as Selma Hayek oh. Damn, bro, you picking all these like smoke shows for your mom? You gotta relax. But I seen. I only know her in motherly roles. Really? Yeah. Does oh, she, does she does she do roles like that? Yeah, when she was younger. Oh, well, I'm thinking more. Of no, my dad's Harrison Ford. I'm changing oh it. Oh my gosh, my dad's yes. Harrison yes, Ford. That's a good one. He's he, he's a funny guy, but he just he, he's stern when it when he needs to be. Yeah. Um, I'd have to. This put, this is Louise. Damn, bro. Uh, for those of you who can't, Luis Guzman, he's like, he's like, a, he's like, a, yeah, just look him up. Look, I gotta find, I gotta find someone who's like, Deju or would, Michael Pena, low key. I can see that. Deju would be, um, Deju would be someone who's like, Deju's so funny, dude. Sometimes, like, he just, he just, he knows what makes me laugh, and he exploits that. So I would say Deju's someone who, like, not everyone finds funny. No, I've, I've, most people find him funny, but um. He he, low key can be like he's low key that guy like you go to like when it's like when it's deep when you don't have a deep conversation. So I would say Deji might be like a. Uh... Damn, I'm so bad at this. Who's who's someone who's like funny but like, like Jamie Fox. Yeah, I guess so. Jamie Fox is not a bad thing. Also versatile. He Deji Deji's a very unique person. Like he can, he can, he's a lot of different things at once. You can figure it out. That's good. I'll actually, you know, I'll go back and I'll give Louis someone handsome because I know he's going to get fucking pissed off if I give him an ugly dude. So I'll give him like, what's the guys? Tom Cruise, Loki. Louis could be Tom Cruise. He needs, wow. to, he needs to get his like action up well, though. Wow, you about to say. Is he, is he but, about that? Um, who else? Who am I missing? I'm missing someone. I guess George, maybe. I mean, it's hard because there's so many people. Yeah, it's just there are so many people. That's yeah. That's the problem with this question. Is there's so many people. George would be like someone who's kind of quiet, but like wise. George would be like. So a, I think George would Michael. be more of a Mark Ruffalo. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. George and my brother are very similar, so I'll give them both. No, nah, I can't even give them both Mark Ruffalo. I'll give him like. Um, Actually, I can give George Woody Harrelson. Okay. Um, right. I think that's that probably that probably wraps up my my movie. Yeah. Enough of that. Okay, so I guess on to the last segment for the podcast is if you can get a guaranteed honest answer from anyone in the world, what would your question be, and who are you asking? 
Wow. Okay. See, I I want to know like the truth of like we've already had this conspiracy thing, right? So I kind of want to know the truth about um certain certain things. Now, here's the thing, like if I ask, let's say I ask like Trump like or like Biden like, "Hey, are like aliens real?" And they're like, "No." Aliens actually are real and they actually did not know. That's an honest answer that I will get the answer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but if they don't know, then no one's going to know. If the leaders of a free world don't know that yeah, aliens exist, that's no fair. one's going to know. So I want I maybe, kinda, maybe Russia. I want to ask, um, you know what I want to, I want to ask John, like I talked about the John Bonet Ramsey case, right? This, that's, that's, no, that's yeah. so trivial. I'm not going to ask that because yeah. that has no bearing on any, like, my life. See, I would want to ask a question a that, ha- yeah, that has bearing yeah. on my life or could, like, help me in some yeah. capacity. Do you know your question? You, you go ahead and answer well, it. I, would, I would go to the man up, upstairs and be like, is it all real? But that doesn't, I mean, like, that's very hype. Like, it's but niche. And it's if a- you could go to the man upstairs, then you know it was real. Like, if you could talk to God, then you know it was real. That's so I, I don't yeah. think God's, God's a fair question. You could ask the Pope. That would be my question. You, I was thinking of asking the Pope or to Mother God. Teresa if they like have indeed witnessed like miracles, like yeah, because the, the Pope is supposed to be the Christ Vicar on Earth, right? So yeah. like, just ask the Pope, like, yo, have you actually talked to God or no? Uh, yeah, that would be. I think that my question would be if the Pope one hundred percent believes that he has had divine intervention in his life. Yeah. Like that'd be un- good. That'd un- be great. Unexplainable question. divine intervention. And then that's my question. Then you can write a book about it. Yeah. My question would be, I'll give you a goofy one. Actually, no. This okay. is this, sorry, not to cut you off. No, not go. the Pope. There's so there's like a thing in my dad's saying this article, which is why it's on my head. In like 1927, there's three kids that were in. Oh my gosh, I want to say Mexico. Yeah. And uh, the mother Mary appeared to them. And there's like three different times and it's this whole big story. But basically it's like these kids. Yeah. She appeared to them on a hillside when they were playing and like told them like, and like, like bestowed all this like religious knowledge on them. And, um, and so like she told these kids to like build like a, like a church there for her. And so like these kids like went yeah and like told like the local like town, like what they saw and like no one believed them obviously. And like a lot of the priests went, one of them like, like thrown in jail for like, uh, yeah. Uh, what's the like blasphemy and that kind of stuff, and so like and she told the kids like that she was gonna reappear to them like on a certain day and time, and so, uh, like all this like this whole town like gathered on this hillside to like 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 to see like her appear like an adoration, and like all, like the ki- like sh- to the kids she like reappeared again, but like to the people that like they didn't see her, but like there was like unexplainable like. It was like like the moon and the sun like converge and like all this like weird like nature stuff yeah. happened that like you could, that could be interpreted as like a divine like intervention. But my question would be, I would ask those kids if they did indeed see the Mother Mary, like because t- like they describe it as they saw her like as I see you right now, like she was like well not like more like majestic obviously like she was like floating with like all this stuff, but they yeah. saw her clearly as a as a figure, and Damn. so I would ask them if they really did see her. I guess yeah, I guess we don't have to consider the fact that they're dead or alive, so. Then I would ask Jay Edgar Hoover, what cover-ups have you done? <laughs> like, what have you done? <laughs> and I, I would be so mad if, if he was like, none. If I walked out of that room and I heard none, I would, I would be so mad. That's an opportunity wasted. But yeah. yeah. 
I I think I think probably Jay Edgar Hoover is a good good answer. In a, on maybe on a sillier note, ask um ask Michael Jordan if if he really did like go to the like the the selection committee for Team USA and say Isaiah Thomas should not be on the team. Oh, I believe that one hundred percent that he did. I think he did. I think he did. But he swears that he was like people know that. He he swears that he's like people know that the chemistry would have been off if he was on the team, so he's like, I am I am it. I to blame for it? Maybe, but did I go and say anything? No, and I'm just like, come on, like Michael, like you know you would do that, yeah. But I love Michael Jordan, so yeah. Well, on that note, this has been a spectacular episode. I've I've enjoyed this episode, a and lot. I really do think that. We need to continue to make statements on society and get deep. Not even make statements, just challenge each other that they think about certain things in society. I, I just don't, I don't want to get up here and talk for an hour and a half about sports or stupid things because at the end of the day, we're, we want to leave our impact on. There's more important things in life. There really are. And we're, we're going to get into it. On our next episode, we're going to have one of my heroes, Daniel Kramick, as our as our guest. Yeah. Post game six, we're gonna get a little recap going. You know, like I said, I think Warriors in six. You think Warriors in seven? So we'll see. We'll figure it out tomorrow night. We'll know tomorrow. But uh, or I guess tonight we'll figure it out. But thank you guys so much for joining us, and have a good one. Stay tuned.